0: hello everyone welcome to women with engineers episode 4. as my fourth interview i have dipika bahatia a strong believer in spirituality and meditation with a degree in information technology dipika has been a part of ernst and young since six and a half years with experiences in places such as london and mumbai she considers her hobbies have shaped her today especially dancing and yoga with great knowledge of the spiritual world She has started her own blog on Instagram named The Knowledge Miner to share experiences and insights about her journey. Let us hear what she has to say about her ups and downs being a woman engineer.
1: So uh, first of all, thank you so much Divya for inviting me for this and uh, finding me relevant to your uh, topic of discussion. So thanks a lot for that. And uh, to just give a quick background about me, uh, my name is Deepika Bhatia and uh, I'm from Mumbai, India. And uh, I have completed my engineering in information technology, IT, from uh, D.J. Sangvi College of Engineering, which is one of the best colleges in Mumbai. And uh, after my college, I basically joined Ernst & Young, EY, as an IT consultant. And this was basically I I got through EY on my campus recruitment, so I was one of the five people who got selected from my entire college, and uh, I was with EY for six and a half years, and then uh, I recently took a break, and uh, now I am working with a Bangalore-based technology firm, and this firm is uh, basically they have a platform which caters to AI ops. Uh, which is artificial intelligence in IT operations and uh, I'm working there as a customer success manager that's great what kind of um, exposure
0: you had towards engineering in high school so your role models and anecdotes about your the thought of being an engineer in school probably
1: so luckily I would say that I'm really blessed to be born in the family of engineers and Uh, I have grown up being surrounded by engineers and uh, all the people who uh, are in my family have really inspired me like my dad, my brother, all my uncles, my cousins, like all of them are engineers. So uh, that really helped me uh, for me to be clear on what is the path that I want to take. And for me, if I were to say what inspired me the most were my female cousins, because uh, I'm talking about like, 15 years back when uh, you know for a female to get into this field was not very common and when I saw my cousins uh, doing so well in this field uh, it really sparked that uh, you know inspiration in me to actually explore this field for myself so yeah that's that's about the inspiration wow that's great
0: what uh, obstacles did you face throughout the entire course even presently as a woman in a male dominated field and what do you do to overcome it?
1: So yes uh, I would be unfair to say that I didn't have any obstacles there were a lot Uh, but to start with most of the females they face obstacles right from uh, their family support and for me that was pretty much figured out and uh, I was really lucky to uh, have supportive parents and family to push me through this but uh, my major challenges happened uh, in the college where uh, the the male the, the, the time when I, I had picked up engineering it was not very common for girls to get into it because uh, you know it, there was not much exposure uh, also now I see a lot of women coming up but at that time it wasn't as much as what it is now and the challenges were basically at school or university where uh, guys would usually feel that, you know, uh, girls are not very good at engineering or, you know, they're not very good with technical skills and uh, they would always brush you off. But I had my own way of, uh, you know, not losing focus and trying to prove myself and uh, never letting that uh, basically, demotivate me and I always try to take up as much uh, opportunities as possible uh, the other challenge that I faced was at work uh, luckily I had few female seniors uh, to sort me out in case I had any problems but uh, majorly it would be around male egos so uh, when you are a woman and when you voice your opinion uh, there are high chances of those opinion being Uh, brushed off or overlooked and uh, even if your opinion makes sense you know they will be ignored in a very evident way which will definitely demotivate you and there have been instances where uh, you know when when there's a male senior who is a little insecure with uh, you know the kind of um, capabilities that a woman can get on the table so at that instance, uh, there was one instance where I was told, well, you know, when I was making a, a presentation to pitch a, for a client. And I, I, I can never forget that instance because uh, I had some really great ideas to how to pitch that client and what is the sales figure that you should put in. And uh, it really made a lot of sense. But when I tried to put this across to uh, one of my male seniors, Uh, What he told me was, uh, you know, you should focus more on the creatives of the presentation rather than the technical bit and the sales bit. You can leave that up to me. And uh, uh, I I was really, uh, you know, taken aback with that experience. And I did speak up uh, to my senior uh, female, uh, you know, colleague about it. And there wasn't much that happened after it, but it was... uh, you know, it it did leave a mark on me to basically uh, come up further and voice my opinions further. It didn't, it didn't demotivate me. So yeah, there were challenges. It's great to hear.
0: Um, if you could elaborate on your perspective for uh, the male to female ratio being higher, especially in the field of engineering.
1: So uh, I feel that... Uh, this inequality is there across the world, but in India specifically, if I were to speak about, uh, it's majorly because of the mindset of the people, right? I mean, right from the beginning, there's, an bio, there's a bias that, you know, uh, uh, men do better in engineering and female are better off with some creative field or, you know, they, they, the females are not good with science or technology, and also in india there was a concept of uh, you know marrying off the girl uh, pretty early so engineering as a field uh it involves a lot of effort time and money there's a lot of investment so most of the people would not want to invest uh, that much in a girl child because uh they they didn't find it worth it right and Uh, The biggest one of the other reasons are that women didn't get the kind of support at university or at work or in the family to actually pursue it as a consistent, uh, you know, field of their career. So a lot of women would maybe get into engineering, work for a few years and then maybe drop off. Or, you know, maybe few women, they would want to get into engineering, but they would not be, you know, uh, that encouraged to go ahead so these are some of the reasons and also not having enough flexibility at work not having enough career options after getting married or after having a kid so these are also some of the factors which have really contributed in having this ratio uneven and uh, yeah i mean majorly i feel these are the reasons
0: um in relation to your previous um to this to your answer to the to my previous question how do you think that we can get more
1: women into this field so that we can equalize the ratio so number one i feel the women who are already in this industry uh need to take certain initiatives and uh you know try to work around their challenges like what i said uh you know what are the challenges that i face so currently the women who are already there in the industry, they can definitely improve what's happening on ground. Secondly, bringing more awareness about, uh, you know, removing this bias right from the grassroots level. And that happens when you build perception of your children, of, you know, the people in your family. And I feel that when I compare uh, this generation with the, you know, the generation that I came from, i i see improvement but i still feel there is a lot of awareness that's lacking and uh, people are still stuck in that old uh, thought process where uh you know women can't do better in engineering or even if a woman gets into this field she she can't go far so bringing awareness that that's not the case uh having more examples and also having more scholarships especially for women Initiatives, especially for women, and uh, maybe some groups uh, at work where it can be led by a woman for a woman to basically speak up about their issues at work, and uh, you know, and also giving enough flexibility uh, for them at work to manage, you know, everything that all the responsibilities that they have. I think that these are some of the things that can really, really uh you know bring in more women to this amazing field true that's only true if you could share some activities
0: led by you
1: related to women empowerment so uh yes i have a lot of plans to do that but i have participated in a few uh there was this initiative few years back where i had participated in a rally a women's rally and that rally was basically to spread awareness about women's safety and uh, empowerment of women and it also was a way to break a stereotype that uh, you know women are not good drivers so this was a complete uh, you know women rally which uh, kind of really helped in uh, spreading that awareness about women's safety
0: that's quite unique
1: um,
0: <laughs> Uh, if you could share some additional achievements
1: as a woman engineer and even the smallest of achievements do count so uh to be very honest like when i joined an engineering there were so many guys in my uh you know college and uh it was i i did feel a little out of place in the beginning because uh, of all the stereotypes and all the biases that happen and um I remember that in my final year of engineering, you have to do a group project, right? And uh, uh, you, you, you're usually in a groups of four or five people. So here I was selected as a group leader uh, and I was leading three guys under me. So that was like my first exposure towards, you know, actually being in that male dominated industry and maybe you know leading the men so that was like my first uh, uh, you know experience at it and that did boost my confidence at uh, that you know i can really do good uh, in a leadership position it's not that just because i'm a woman i lack qualities or capabilities then the second was that when i was in engineering uh, the concept of internship was very rare right i mean not many people would get into internships it's it's more common now but at that time we did not have many companies for internships so there was this uh, international company multinational company named amdocs uh, it had come to our college it was interviewing uh, students from two top colleges in bombay and uh, i was the only girl to get selected for that internship uh, it was a one and a half month internship in pune so i had to relocate there and I had uh, four other guys with me. So again, uh, I was, you know, the only girl in that crew. And uh, the other achievement that I can think of is uh, when I was in EY, uh, we again had a few, they, the, the EY UK company was looking out for people from India. And uh, then again, I was the only girl from my team to get uh, selected for a secondment. So I had moved to London for six months and... That was again a boost uh you know to my confidence that yes uh, i can achieve a lot and now again being selected by you for this interview is also a mini achievement in itself where you consider me capable enough to be on this platform and help you talk about uh, you know women empowerment so yes i i find that as an achievement too um some myths
0: that you completely disagree about women being engineers whether it's from college to work
1: so uh the major is that women are not good at technology or women are better off with you know something which is creative and it's not very technical or you know women can't go far on in this career option and uh, it's better if they choose something which they can carry on even after getting married and the biggest myth that i feel that uh, a woman can't progress in this field uh, after you know she gets married or once she has a child so these are all uh, you know self limiting uh, you know perceptions that people have put in uh, in everybody's mind and to break through that is a challenge in itself so i absolutely don't agree to all of this i feel that the capability of a person is not determined by the gender right and uh, you cannot say that a person cannot be good at something just because that person is a woman you know just because that person has a particular gender Uh, it does not influence your technical capability or the way uh, you think you know so these are some of the things that I absolutely disagree with
0: that's really true what would be your message to those who think that Stereotypically, stereotypically that engineering is male dominated
1: I, I I find it really funny like whenever I have these conversations I just laugh it out and I feel that one thing is good that we are on a track of creating some really uh, successful women uh, you know engineers but I feel engineering is not a gender based field let it be any career option is not based on the gender right Uh, engineering is a field where you need a lot of uh, creative thinking a problem solving attitude uh, you know a go-getter attitude so if you are someone who have good ideas who is very creative who is there to solve problems uh, you are fit to be an engineer whether you are a male or a female it really doesn't matter and if that's how you, if you are bringing the stereotype in uh, this field of engineering, then there are so many chefs who are male, right? So it's, it's really not uh, sensible to stereotype a particular industry to a particular gender. So I, I would just, you know, say that uh, I think just up up your, uh, you know, thinking and your perspective.
0: Mm, yeah that's a nice message some
1: tips to the youth being an experienced person so uh what i have be- seen and uh you know it's a very common trend uh, this happened even when i was in engineering that uh, when you are in university you tend to follow the crowd you know you tend to do what others are doing and you get a lot influenced by what's happening around you so for example. Uh, You know, when when I was um, in engineering, a lot of people wanted to go for masters, but they didn't have the clarity in what they wanted to do masters in why they wanted to do it. But it was just that everybody's doing so I want to do it. So my message would be that don't follow the crowd, you know, pave your own path, see your own strengths and see your own interests. Because what happens is that let it be any field, not just engineering. If you pick up something just by looking at somebody else, there are high chances that further in your life, you will have a very unfulfilled life. You know, you will feel that, oh, I wasted my time. Why did I choose engineering? There are a lot of people who, uh, you know, change paths after uh, being in engineering for like 10 years because they feel that it does not give them a sense of fulfillment so uh it's very important that you first identify your strengths your interest and based on that pave your own unique part don't just you know follow anybody and secondly if you really want to make a mark for yourself in this world uh, the easiest way to do that is to be aware of the problems that are there in the world and think of some creative solutions to solve those problems because uh, that's how uh, the world works right and also specifically in engineering we are trying to be innovative We are trying to solve problems and uh, you know if if you have good problem solving techniques and capabilities then that would really take you far that's really great advice so um, what are your future plans so for me, uh, like I'm really happy with my current company because uh, it's a lot to do with technology and uh, it's it's the upcoming technology like artificial intelligence, machine learning, all of this is like, uh, you know, the hot topic for now. And um, I also see that uh, there's a lot of potential in my current company. So my plans are to take it to a global level. And since this is an Indian... Homegrown company. It I I take a lot of pride in being associated with this company, and uh, I really want to take it way forward from where it is now. And also, I'm looking out for opportunities to invest in some startups which are really uh, you know fascinating. And especially if they're led by women, then that would be like my really uh, exciting investments that I would want to make. So for now, yeah, these are my uh, near to future plans
0: that's good would
1: you enjoy the most about your worker job so as i said that i really take pride uh in in the company that i'm working with uh because it's a homegrown company and uh, it is giving competition to some of the most uh, mature companies uh in other countries so that's definitely there And the biggest uh, sense of fulfillment I get when I have helped the client solve a very important problem that they have been facing. So basically, our platform is all about automating the IT operations. And if usually uh, our clients take hours to solve a problem, we kind of fix it in minutes. So when I see that sense of uh, happiness in them that, you know, uh, they struggle so much to solve that and we are able to do it in minutes, so that's the best part of my job when I see, uh, you know, the sense of satisfaction in my clients.
0: That's nice. Some other fields of your interest, like hobbies that you would like to entertain, if any, and how has
1: that shaped you today? So uh, dance is something that I really love. Like I have spent a lot of my time on, uh, on the stage. Like I never you know uh, lose an opportunity of performing and i've been very active in all my cultural events in school colleges so that's something that i really enjoy and uh, recently i did uh, try my uh, you know interest in belly dancing so that's also something that keeps me really active the other thing that really interests me a lot is yoga and uh, it, it i'm so you know i'm so fascinated by it that i took a a break from my work i took three months leave off from my work when i was in ey i took a sabbatical and i joined a yoga course so i did a three months teacher's training course and uh, i have a certificate to be like a yoga instructor so that is also something that i i wish to pursue soon and uh, but in my uh, daily routine i definitely have my yoga practice and i feel that Uh, The practice has not just helped me personally, but it has also reflected in my professional life where, you know, it has made me very uh, energetic, very productive, increased my creative capabilities. So uh, and also with, uh, you know, uh, with the whole stress that the work life can bring in, uh, yoga helps me to keep balance and balance. I have been in yoga since like I was 19. So it's like more than 10 years that I've been practicing. And during my journey, I have kind of gained a lot of insights, right? And uh, these are typically the insights which people get after struggling and after a lot of challenges. And uh, so I have just recently, uh, you know, I've come up with an initiative to share these insights on a social media platform uh, of Instagram. And I have created my own page of uh, named by the knowledge miner. So the whole concept was that uh, it's very important to share the knowledge that you have. Because uh, if you have spent, suppose, years in getting that knowledge, uh, it can help save somebody else's time in figuring out, you know. So the more you share, the better it gets. So this platform is more about whatever uh, things I've learned and whatever insights that I've gained uh, through my yoga practice, through my life, through my experiences, I want to give it back to the world, and that's It's really, really nice, very unique,
0: and uh-huh. uh, yes. So, um, lastly, a final message to all the women who pe- wish to pursue this field or are interested
1: in it. So, so uh, one thing that I feel has really helped me that all my life I have never focused on. Uh, you know who's stopping me Uh, you know like I've never basically I've never got influenced by anybody so it should always be that whatever you want you know no matter what your gender is or which field uh, is you know your if is of your interest uh, you should never let anybody limit your capability you have to be your own hero you have to safeguard your own interest and and never let anybody tell you that you cannot do something. Just because you're a girl, you can't do this. It, it, it cannot happen. And I mean, just give it a try. You know, just if you have any interest, just don't let it be there thinking that, oh, I can't do it. Oh, I can't achieve it. Oh, I don't have enough support. You have to be your own support system uh, to get there so be your own hero uh, you know be self motivated don't be dependent on anybody and trust me it's far more rewarding when you are uh, you know inspiring yourself to move ahead and uh, nothing is impossible like it's it's just a myth it's just a perception and uh, only we can fight it out together when we are self inspired and self motivated
0: it was quite so, yeah. motivating So to conclude, thank you for contributing to your perspective to Women as Engineers. I was really impressed by your answers and I wish you all the
1: best for your future. Thank you so much, Divya. Thanks a lot. And I wish you a very, very, very bright future ahead. And uh, I'm sure you're a very bright person. So you'll surely go way ahead in life.
0: Thank you so much. I hope this podcast inspired you. Stay tuned for the next episode. Until then, don't forget to follow your passion and be positive.